shit, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 105. Or is it 105? We won't know until 110, folks. That's when you get the real way to say that. Hey, how's it going? I'm going to fix this mic. Uh, did you have a good week last week? We had a great time with Rammer from EA Sports. That was awesome. You know who else is having a great time? The staff at Float House right now, because it is a staff party. And man. It smells great in here. It's pretty awesome. We love those guys. And you know what? You should check out Float House because we have a great introductory offer. You know what that offer is? It's amazing. If you go to floathouse.ca right now, what can happen, Saavedra? Oh, well, you can take 20% off your <laughs> next float. That's exactly right. Man, I'm so glad I didn't just hit you over the head with that by accident. Sorry. That yeah, just thanks, like, bud. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I've never floated <gasps> in my Chris whole Griffin, life. you've never floated? No. Our guest today, Chris Griffin's never floated. Could I get floated. 20% off of it? You certainly get 20% yeah, off. Could. Maybe I'll even help you out a little bit more than that, I think. You're, you're a friend of the show. I think we can sort you out. But uh, tell you what, though, if you use the podcast promo code IIPODCAST, you get 20% off your first float, which is a great value uh, because I think you can sign up for memberships for like... 39 bucks a month, which gets you one float a month. I think that's the deal. I'm just, I think that's the deal for sure. Is it for sure? Yep. Because uh, sometimes I make up deals on here, and then I get text after, and they're like, <laughs> that's not the deal. <laughs> and then I was like, I felt like the deal, you know? So so uh, just think, well, let's run with that, that that was the deal. So uh, if you get 20% off your uh, your first float, just use our podcast promo code IIPODCAST. Maybe you guys are wondering at this point in the ad, because I haven't mentioned it yet, what the hell is this place? Float House is the premier destination for isolation float experiences. What is that? That's an isolation float tank. It was invented by Dr. John C. Lilly, I believe was his name. And uh, he, was, he was a pioneer in uh, isolation tanks and very, very brilliant man. And uh, he's crazy, but he was awesome. And uh, this technology is now so prolific. It's in the NFL, the NBA. It's in uh, like like massive sports, Fortune 500 companies. Everyone Gastown. who's Gas Town, people that want to use it, you know, it's in that order. Uh, you know, in uh, people that use it, swear by it. We float. You should float. Chris Griffin's gonna float. He's gonna try it. Out. Yeah. And uh, we think you should check out floathouse.ca right now. The thing I like about it the most is it's like a, a spa for your mind. That's what it's like. Ooh. Nice. Nice, right? Who, who We've never said that, that before, actually. Never. That's the first. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Enough of uh, enough of that, because we know you guys are going to go check out floathouse.ca right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, he's a fantastic stand-up comedian. Um, somehow, we've never actually crossed paths, but uh, we've been blessed with his presence today. Uh, he is the recent recipient and winner of the 2016 Yuck Off in yeah. Vancouver here. Did uh, it, boys. He did it. The champ. Mama, I'm home. <laughs> he did champ. it. That's right. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, give a warm welcome to Chris Griffin. Hey. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. God damn. What's going on, sir? Not much, man. Just uh, basking <laughs> in the glory. Just casually like winning Yakov's. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, do their championship caliber yeah. Chris Griffin. What's going on? Gone right to your head. That was, uh, it was a cool thing. Yeah, I heard you're an overnight elitist. Now, is that true? Just uh, It's getting to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, comedy, like, it beats you up so much that when you get something, you're just like, yeah, let's rub this yeah. in for three weeks. It's like, a, a, <laughs> like an awful seesaw of ego where you're just like, oh, just getting beaten down by the daily grind yeah, of entertainment. Yeah, except the seesaw that other person's way 
way heavier than you. And then once they let you up for a second, and then like that's they it. They jump. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, shit, yeah. Let me but, down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just constant yeah. wedging, but it's yeah. good, man. Well, well, that's awesome, though. What a hell of a grind, though. How long was uh, the comp overall? How many weeks was that? Man, it was, it was, it's long. I think it was like 97 weeks or something like that. Nine or seven? 97. 97 yeah, weeks? Yeah, yeah. That's a long time. What the? No, it was, uh, it started like, uh, I don't even remember, but it was the whole summer. That doesn't seem yeah. possible. I think, but it honestly was, I think, 80 something or 90 something comedians. Like, it was a lot. That's a yeah. massive commitment yeah. in the fact that, like, if you're on the road frequently, uh, or, or, you know, just booking elsewhere or whatever for anything, even like TV spots or anything like that, you have to uh, just say like, okay, I have to be available during this time. That can, yeah, that can the really funniest be... thing about the competition is it ran forever, but the night you perform is pretty much preliminary semis finals. So I, I just mm. scheduled around that and I was like, yeah, let's okay, go right? with this. Yeah, 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 it worked out well. Yeah, it wasn't like you're sitting by the phone waiting. Waiting no, for the next round really. call. You're obviously working a lot, doing a lot of uh, shows around here. I see... Yeah. Uh, did I? Did my eyes fail me today, or did I see you're booked for the Hard Rock? Uh, am I wrong for this? Am yeah, this that's wrong? right. Yeah. Hard Rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, dead yeah. wrong. No, I love yeah. just. <laughs> by the way, I love doing shows and just jumping in with no information and just like, yeah, this is what I remember. This is what social From media today, taught yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Sonny Dollywall is a very funny comedian. Puts on some big shows there. He's not on that show. Friend of the show, Sonny Dollywall. Yeah, yeah, God damn. Awesome. So. It's Ron Jossel, who's an amazing man. He's mm-hmm. from, uh, from L.A., originally uh, Canadian, though, the best. And then, uh, yeah, Patrick Maliha, fantastic, Brett Martin. And then I'm just jumping on the show, too. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good show. I think that's good, man. Yeah. October yeah. 9th or whatever. Yeah. October 9th, 9th at the Hard Rock. Sunday, so then it's a long weekend. What? So then you could just be drunk for Thanksgiving <laughs> or whatever people do. It's my normal move. Chris Griffin knows how to sell a turkey smoothie. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got turkey shooters, guys. Okay, yeah, gonna... that's my act. Yeah. Will the Hard Rock <laughs> have uh, Thanksgiving dinner that night? That's right. I don't know. A Hard Rock, uh, like a. I'm sh- I bet they will. I'm gonna guess no, but maybe. Maybe during the day or during the next day. I don't Steamed know. ham, Seymour. Fucking <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, I was gonna say what the fuck. Uh, I haven't seen Brett Martin in actually a long time. So uh, when you mentioned him on the, I haven't seen him actually since he's done this show, like pff, probably almost almost two years now. Rather than see him, but I saw oh, he, man. I saw he's doing some kind of live. He did the yeah the Brett Martin show. The Brett Martin Sunday, show, yeah. September 11th, and then the tagline was like something good's <laughs> gonna happen this September 11th, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> that's right. I know what good, apparently. It that's why I remembered it. Yeah, because yeah. he put I the, was out of town, but apparently it was it was really yeah dumb. the yeah. promo he did it. Yeah, it was like it's like and it, when is it happening? September 11th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard, yeah, and a couple of friends went to it. Yeah, it went well. I That's think, awesome. So. That's cool. Um, so hey, let's talk about this for a little bit. Um, how how did you get into comedy? What was your what was your first uh, foray into it? Like how long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, six and a half years. Six and a half years. Yeah, and and how old do you know? We're, we're I'm thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Okay. So so late twenties. Yeah, started late. I think I'm, I'm so bad with like years and age, but I think I was. 28 when I like had just yeah it was or just turned 29 like I was 28 when I started yeah 29 right away yeah. now what prompted this were, were you uh are you like were you like the funny guy at work and people prodded you or was it like yeah uh, I think I was like more uh we I mean I moved a lot and I was pretty weird as a kid so it was like I'm I'm more like some people are just the class clown like just going nuts and I was more like I would just wait for my minute but when I hit it like it'd be like like more yeah. right uh, yeah. But it I think wasn't... I always loved stand-up. I, 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 yeah, it's that thing where you just wait and then you 
hit a joke like big time. Yeah. So I was more like that in school. But yeah, so, yeah. I think I was an idiot. I don't know. If you ask people, I'm probably pretty weird. Did stupid things, yeah. <laughs> but not like, hey, look at me. I was just, I would well, just wait for it. Yeah. Where did you end up going to school? Where was that? Uh, I went to school, like I grew up in kind of, like I grew up in Calgary. Uh, and then if you talk to people from Calgary and you're like, oh, I grew up in the Northeast in Temple, people were like, oh man. But it was not like, <laughs> it, yeah, I always like, I always struggled with that because I grew up rough more, and tumble. Yeah, I think so. Yes. I, I think, I, but not like, <laughs> there's way worse. Like there's way worse. So it's always relative. And I always like struggle with that to be like, oh, I grew up poor. But I mean, my parents before we grew up way more poor. So there's just... And then there's people in the world today that are, you know, struggling with things. So it's tough to say, but relative. And man, compared to Vancouver, like super poor. Like, super poor, yeah, yeah, okay. No, no chance, like worse than Surrey kind of, like, yeah. But it was it was an interesting upbringing. By high school, uh, I would say, there, like, uh, you know, there wasn't as many, like, white people, you know, which is the majority of Calgary in my grade. Or, like, like it just the school was, you know, not that many white people. So then that kind of... None of my best friends are, are white back in Calgary, uh, not for any reason, but just that's just how school worked. And then, so I think that gave me a very interesting perspective, though, to watch like what they kind of went through and being, you know, in that context, it sucked being white because that was one thing all the races I felt had in Except common. No one it, ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're always like, hey man, you're the one cool white. That's all the thing the race is gonna agree on is that white people suck. And then you're like, you're, they're like, you're the one cool one, but the rest, and you're like, shit, I don't know, I didn't mean to. But uh, it's weird that you can't even defend the even jokingly the one like where you're like, yeah, one people agree on. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, yeah. white people are pretty. Yeah. Good. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man, we're yeah. doing some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. But even yeah, even, I remember like being growing up and even in elementary, wishing like I was like, oh, I wish I was a white. I don't know why. It was just because you just wish, I guess, what the majority is. But then the as we kind greener. of. Yeah, I think, and then but Grass, then as we yeah. went into like the you know out of the high school thing into the greater society, you're like, oh man, being white's way better. Like, like way <laughs> interacting, and watching, then you know we couldn't get into any nightclub, nothing, just relentless thing. So it gave me when I first started comedy in Calgary, that was like a lot of my jokes were like, man, fuck white people, which yeah. I thought was hilarious to that go to small Alberta towns and mm -hmm. scream that, and people were like, what's this guy doing? Like, you're white, you don't know it. But I'm gonna title this clip. Uh, Chris Griffin goes on pro-white rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, geez, God, no, please. Don't. Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. yeah, be one of our highest-rated clips of all time. <laughs> ever, no, ever. ever. Like, I'm just listening to this because you know, I might yeah. like, want to tell this guy like, recent Yuckoff champion. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. like, yeah, that's uh, that's striking while the hammer's hot there. The hammer, the anvil. What? That's fucked this whole thing up. That's fine. Know. Easy, Ricky. You fucked that one up. Uh, I was, so from the land of uh, progressive thought in Alberta, yeah. you found yourself... Or you one know, red state. Yeah, one hard <laughs> hard red state. Yeah, red state. <laughs> yeah uh, you found yourself uh, migrating west when? When did that Yeah, happen? so that was about three years into comedy. So I, did, I started comedy in Calgary, and it was uh, the scene there... I mean, it, I... I read some articles before that even uh, the best art kind of comes out of the Bible Belt in the States, and I think that's very true. Like, the more, like, overwhelming like suppression there is the art that comes out of it will fight against it so you know like it's true. just it's natural yeah whereas mm -hmm. uh i mean vancouver has its own thing too but it's overall like a lot more liberal so there's you don't i mean you have to get very creative to, to or you can push further with your point but just coming out of alberta it's like you gotta you gotta be i mean to 
also you're playing a, not to your audience. If you're you know more liberal or open-minded, you're you got to make them laugh, but also sneak your points in. Right. Generally, yeah. So um, I think, with the exception of Chris Martin behind the boards right now, I think everyone in this room is not from Vancouver. Uh, he's rare that he's actually from here. Most of the time, you go into a room and you ask who's from Vancouver. Yeah, it's like it's, one in a hundred. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. It, like seriously, like um, coming from Ontario, I, I found moving out here that. Uh, uh, and I, I've mellowed right the fuck out from yeah. when I first moved here, but thank I, God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <That's joking. laughs> when I when I first moved here, though, I was uh, pretty aggressive in like many facets of my life, but mostly like with ambition in the entertainment industry. You're like, oh, I want to jump to the top. Like I was, I was in a still am in music. Yeah. So um, I, I felt like, oh man, if. Uh, I was like, everyone out here is so liberal and relaxed. I was like, that's going to give me a super advantageous competitive edge because I'm like, I, yesterday was two days too late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. like I'm, I want it now, 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 that kind of thing. And it, uh, you know. And? Well, and, <laughs> and now I guess like looking back on it, it's like it, it was definitely like a huge advantage coming out here because mm -hmm. there was a lot of people that were like, very manana kind of attitude like oh well you know we'll do this tomorrow it's okay relax and it's like tomorrow no tomorrow is yeah. three days too late but you know, i also kind of think like, mm -hmm. the attitude here is they're like hey we'll do it tomorrow but because we know like relax like you don't have to fight forever yeah we already we're we're past that like we get and then i had that's to, true. It was a big adjustment when i came out here yeah. too because in calgary it's very like the same thing where you're like man yeah hey, we're doing this and even my comedy was like fuck it and dicks and everyone's like hey <laughs> like just talk about your life and it really <laughs> was a, a huge adjustment because you know by the time i'd moved three years into comedy in calgary i felt i was doing some things there like i ran the amateur like amateur nights at both the major clubs at different times and like is that how you, is that how you got your start and you were doing amateur were you oh, hosting man. first no, that was that's not starting comedy is like a big whole another story that would take an hour to tell. But I was I don't know if you guys have heard of Tugger Max. I'm gonna tell you right now the runtime for this show is one hour. Yeah, so I know. we that's literally like, have yeah. enough time. Oh to yeah, please. to just tell this <laughs> yes. one story. Yes. No, I can <laughs> cut it. But do you guys have you heard of Tucker Max? Or I hope they serve Tucker Max, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 So now I I have to say I do actually own his books. Yeah, yeah, everyone do. does, man. Yeah. It's in the airport. It's and one of those things that people will be like, oh, I, I, I flipped through them in the bookstore. It's like, fuck that. It's like, I own those. I own yeah. both his books. I remember when I was like 24, 25, I was in uh, university, and I like, it was the first time I read a book, and I cried like uncontrolled, like laughing, and then I was like, this is hilarious. And then I kind of found him. He had a, his own forum and yes. messaged him there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then ended up doing some stuff uh, for his network and, and, you know, it was cool to just have a sort of a direct link to him, like as a young kid. So you were working directly with Tucker Max? Eventually, there, like he ended up making the movie out of right, his yeah. book. Yeah, and then when he did, uh, when they made that movie, they premiered it in college campuses before it came out in theaters. So the movie did not be in that great, but watching it happen and when we're like you know by that point i kind of you know was in his he had this like network thing and i was yeah in on that uh you know not in the ground floor but like the level right above and then um it was so cool to watch them go through the script and pick the direct all that stuff and then uh then they ended up getting it made and then yeah so when he had the tour bus to premiere it in um uh, theaters before it was released, which was the craziest experience ever in my life. Because it was like 400 people. We did like... How old were you at this time? I was probably 28, I'd guess. 28. 28, yeah. Maybe 27, 28. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it was like... We did like Times Square, New York, like Sunset, you know, the Arc Light and Sunset... But we did all these other places too. 
And I got to see, so he was planning the tour and I just wrote him like, hey, because he knew me from work and I, you know, edited some of his websites and stuff, not his, but his uh, network. And I was like, hey man, can I come on the tour? Like, I'll just do whatever. And he's like, yeah, we need a, you know, a driver and a gopher to do stuff. And then, so it was 10 of us on the tour bus. I drive the van that follows the tour bus. So if they need groceries or swag, you can't drive the tour bus to do. Yeah. You drove the kicker. That's Is that what it's called? Is that the name? Yeah. I'm going to throw that name out there. Cool. I I did that the whole time for two months. I didn't know the name of it. But yeah. And then on that tour, there's an LA comedian, very funny, Bill Dodds. And, uh, I mean, this other guy from Philly, Ben Cornwell. I think always... I know Bill Dawes, actually. Oh, really? Yes. Not personally, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I recognize the name anyway. Yeah, 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 it's very funny. And then uh, he does a lot of other stuff, too. And then, so this guy from Philly, Ben Corman, who a, was a good, still a good friend of mine, but I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. I hope he's, yeah, I miss him. But then uh, at the time. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Ben. Yeah, he's great, man. And, we, and uh we were, yeah, we were just on tour and we kept kind of asking Bill and he's like, if you want to try stand-up, just try it. And I'd known somebody in Calgary, uh, this lady, Denise Ross, out to her too, who ran, used to be the manager at Yuck Yuck. So I was just like, hey, you know, I want to, and she'd always said, it was weird because I love stand-up since I, was, I remember being like 14, 15 years old practicing things. I'd never do it. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'll do it at the talent show. Never did it. And then, yeah, there was like, you got to try it and then tried it. And uh, first time I was like, man, this is the jam. Like, cause I used yeah. to be a writer before and I was pretty good at that, but the feedback loop wasn't enough for me. You don't, you know, you publish something, you're like, do people like this? It's so lonely. You're just alone writing all the time and editing, <laughs> oh man. And then comedy, a, I'm yeah. like, you know, right yeah. away, good or bad. It's so. a solitary life, especially cause you can like write a, say like a novel. You can you can spend like a couple of years writing a novel, and then George R. R. Martin, well, yeah. <laughs> centuries, spend most of a yeah. decade yeah. writing. Yeah, our, yeah. Uh, like novel. you can put so much into something like that, like a time sink, and then find at the end of it that oh, actually, the, everyone hates this. Yeah, and you're like, you don't know. fuck, yeah. and you're like, great, now I'm two years deep in this. Like, yeah, it's a great. weird process, right? Yeah, but whereas like you, know, you're right. The the feedback loop is uh, yeah, which is more immediate, more what I'm looking for. Like I'd like to, and then you can live in the moment more. Like you know, like South Park has a very immediate feedback loop, loop for like pop culture for what they do and I right. think like that encourages the art they're looking at and I like that you know that shows as close as you can get to something mm-hmm. uh, you know that's created that could be right on top of the pulse but stand-up comedy is like the next hour like it's, it's like you, gotta be yeah you yeah, go talk yeah. about something that happened today and then so that for me was like this is the, the thing and I uh, I think I did my first set February 16th and then it's hard you know it's like a month <laughs> well, like I remember man I, I think I did my yeah. set no, February I mean, like, 16th yeah. I was like Jesus so. I'm 90% sure I have a spreadsheet of my first like 500 two days after Valentine's Day yeah, yeah. I know it didn't get like ah, super Damn. but uh, I'm pretty sure yeah I, then I think uh, yeah it's, it would be like 2010 and then uh, yeah, and then I, you know, it's like, it takes forever to get, there's only like one room a night in Calgary, and then you start to, but by that October, I just quit my job, and I was like, man, I'm going to do wow. this. So bold. That's, yeah. That's beautiful, And, and then man. I grew up like pretty poor, so I bought, I worked full-time on night shift at university. I bought a condo when I was like, you know, 19, moved in when I was 20, and then... Uh, so it's a Calgary ca- housing market, that must be nice. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the crazy thing. And that, so this is before that happened, the oil boom, and oh, then... Oh, yeah. They just yeah, give sorry. houses when you get, when you graduate there. Yeah, They're like, like here's your house. house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but back, there was a, a moment where it was almost as bad as here, where it's like you mm-hmm. couldn't get a house, but... Then I, when I was 24, I think I bought a house. That was Chris's way of telling you he worked for that sea market. Yeah, I dare you. He's like, I, I actually, it was very expensive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did. I worked throughout 
high school, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full time. And it was not, and I didn't party that much. Like, I just <laughs> worked all the time. And that's what, like, the newest bit I'm kind of working on is, like, then, like, the bit I try to sum it up as quick as I can. But it's like, yeah, I got the degrees from university, paid, bought a house when I was 24, uh, paid for my degrees, cash, didn't party that much. And then I'm like, I walked out of my house and then I was like, looked at the car I owned and I was like, what the girl's gonna marry? And then the dog on the lawn and I'm like, I looked in the sky and I was like, man. I fucked up. Like, this is super boring. Like, I forgot to live my whole life. So then it's like, my whole life since then is, uh, is like, what happens if you just go backwards? And uh, I just went right into comedy, and I just toured losing money, like, big time for a couple of years to where I was, you know, there's nights I'd sleep in my car, like, nothing. And then sold my house, got, uh, you know, I, I was so far in debt that I made, because that oil boom happened. So the house I bought... Uh, the condo I bought, I think, for eighty nine thousand, sold for like one ten. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. Jesus. But it was nineteen. Yeah. And then Sub I, ninety I sold, grand. I sold that for one ten, and <laughs> that was no property for that anywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah. And then the house I bought for one eighty nine with a girl though, and sold it for three hundred ish. And then, but then I was so far in debt, and older, uh, I just felt like uh, you know I'd been shitty just doing comedy. Right. So I yeah. Gave her you know extra money, and then so I had pretty much enough to pay off my debts, and then maybe like 15 grand but after living where i could I, you know i was borrowing money from friends i was like thank god i have this money now i should be responsible with it but i wasn't i just went nuts like just kept doing more comedy and then moved here when i had almost no money left and but yeah it's it's uh that was a tough move too like to, to no come kidding in, but yeah that's yeah. a tough move when i moved out here i did but didn't know a single soul exactly single yeah souls. i know a few yeah. like i'd cross paths but i don't think there was anyone established in vancouver that i was yeah. good friends with now i yeah have some friends but man it was uh yeah and then people were like oh this guy from because in calgary i think it was a decent like i was doing things i'd put on a big theater show i wasn't good but i was you know i'd, I'd show up every week and have good sets at least for five minutes so i could walk in you know on a night and they'd be like hey do a spot yeah and i yeah. moved to vancouver and everyone's yeah. like let's see what you got and my best jokes were seriously like and then i'm fucking out of decks and everyone's like man what the fuck and then it was just <laughs> too much <laughs> yeah yeah but then like my friend, Scott needs yeah. to mellow out. Yeah, big time. And I pretty much had to go back to the like Calgary. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then I didn't, I, that's one thing I still talk about where I didn't realize pretty much the entirety of BC hates. Oh, well, yeah. hates. It's a fun. I think it's a fun love kind of thing because we all got to like. Yeah, because Savetters, Savetters from because. We Western Canada's got to stick together. We got the rest of this motherfucker with his like Eastern Canada, yeah, Central yeah. Canada, but oh, yeah. this East Coast, like it's all about me. Yeah, we got Saskatchewan. It just just slow down there. <laughs> we got, you know, the Western provinces. You know, they got to stick together. So that's good. Where are you from? I'm from Edmonton. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike's from Edmonton. Good. You guys are actual <laughs> enemies then. No, I mean, when you come to BC, you're just friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's put enough. it all aside. Yeah, okay. The, the enemy so, of my enemy is my yeah. friend. <laughs> 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 it becomes that. I think out here. But, but yeah, I like I like Alberta. It just you know you gotta rib them. Yeah, yeah. And even when I go back, I realize now, and I'm like, and then Vancouver. When I first came out here, I'd try this joke where I'm like, it's okay to be a, a little bit racist because you are a bit racist. Just don't pretend you're nothing. You're like, I don't have any of that in me. <laughs> I don't but, see color. Yeah, and All it's right. like, come on, you guys. Recent like, Yucca like, champion. <laughs> <laughs> back to the racism. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but then Still yeah, that bit didn't hate go well. Non-white people. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is such an awesome dichotomy to jump because I, used, you know, I still constantly go back and just jump in between. 
because they that was I had the choice of going to Toronto or Vancouver. That was in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna do mm-hmm. one or the other. Yeah. And people were like, you know, Toronto's where you go if you want to do like some TV stuff, Canadian TV. And then they're like, but if you can make the people laugh in Vancouver, you can make them laugh anywhere. Like because yeah. mm-hmm. it's like you know, I, I, and it's hmm. not that they're, they're they are PC, but they're also you know more they expect more, and they're like I think you know generally more open-minded so it's like you better bring something that's right mm-hmm. yeah. there's just more of like a i'm sure you agree with this like it, it forces you to be more creative here yeah because because there's that element within the crowd that's willing to you know fight you tooth and nail on like oh you can't say that yeah and yeah. you're like well, it's comedy and, and really. the best <laughs> thing in comedy the best type of joke ever is where you don't say it but you imply it and you make them laugh like yeah. so then they if the thought goes in their head and they're like hey yeah. how'd you do that to me but that's the best level of like it. it's difficult to talk about this stuff without burning other comedians bits and stuff like that but some of the stuff i heard in the city here where i'm like that's beautiful and that, that could only have existed in this area maybe like you know the cascadia like portland and yeah uh, yeah san francisco maybe something like yeah. that you know, like which is what i'm doing now is that san francisco comedy competition oh yeah so nice. i just did all last week and i'm fly out you know tomorrow to do the semi-finals i've heard that's a good comment i heard it's a good time yeah it is but it's it's like vicious like it's like yeah yeah because i I got the first night i went down for the opening prelims i got first place the first night and then generally in canada that everyone well no but that's the peak and then it's all downhill but uh i was like oh man everyone's gonna be i'm like what a you know opening thing and then people were just like cool like just nothing like they're just like fuck this guy from canada and i was like oh man like i'm only canadian too so then uh, eventually is like once i got like bottomed out and had a shit set then everyone's like hey man how's it going but yeah. i thought they in canada it's sort of the opposite if you you know do really well everyone would be like hey i'm whatever like yeah. but it was just yeah that first night i just ended up drinking alone at this bar and i watched all the comics go together and then the Three days later, the girl was like, "Oh yeah, we all went to the bar across the street. That's the comics bar." Try like, to pitch you no like, told me yeah, that. watching like these saloon doors basically open <laughs> yeah, and close no, repeatedly. Yeah, like, damn it, just me and the piano player. Fuck yeah, me. pretty much, man. But yeah, it was. But then that Sanford, that's a whole different level, and you kind of realize. I mean, the sensibilities. It's, it's I think, cool. Not only in Vancouver, Canadian. Like, it's a different. You have the advantage of looking at the states, but you have the disadvantage of not living there and getting yeah, the, yeah. those things. Why, yeah. why do you think that is that uh, that that opposite reaction? Whereas, like, the, you know, a great set gets a handshake in Canada, and like, you know, uh, like a cheer up if you you know if you bomb or something like that. But then. Why is that in San Francisco? Yeah, like, I think it's just for the competition. I think generally if you crush, people are like, yeah, cool, man. But it's yeah. like in the competition, people are like, they view it like uh, they're just the competitive, competitive they nature. Really seriously. Yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> really seriously. I was like, holy shit. Because even I was just like, I'm happy to be here. Like just yeah. like, coming in. Like I don't know anyone. So... Uh, They're like, we have to do with Donald Trump. This is not a fucking joke. And you're like, whoa. I I thought it was a joke, but yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. And then I kind of got that and it it messed with my head. And and, uh, and now I'm excited to go back for the semis because then it's the, there's another week. Like, yeah, so I was there two weeks ago. Then this last week was the second round. And then now it's the top five from each. So 10 competing and then and it's got to get more intense but i think now there's like a bit of a camaraderie where i think I it's gonna be sure. really well good then for you'll know man. where the bar is right so yeah exactly that's you just show up there walk right there right after your set don't even yeah. wait you'd yeah. be the guy yeah. that they yeah. gather yeah. around yeah. Yeah. the problem is the old like it's san fran comedy competition but only the one night is there and then it's like 
three hours, like towns. So people will be like, oh, I mean, whatever, you know, Santa something. And like, they know all the local references. And I'm just like, this is all the same to me. So I went to some town and I'm like, oh, San Francisco, you know, my best joke right now is like, I'm like, oh, I went to a gay bar, blah, blah. And then, and in San Fran, just crush. And then I go to these towns and it's like, <laughs> old rich like you know white people they're just like no no <laughs> then you're like well i don't know what any no, of this that, is. that joke yeah. wasn't fiscally sound yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the one night i was in like a college uh campus thing and uh this the guy in the i drew uh second spot so it's pretty much like if you go bullet yeah you know you're kind of yeah. not gonna win because yeah. the audience isn't hype yet i do decided that i had a good set and then this guy in the audience was like yeah man i thought you should have been top three and, he, and then he ended up being a bar owner takes me to the bar and it was just me and a couple of other comics and it was just like infinite what? whatever you want drinks and then after he's like well go to this house party he's like real quick just, and I was supposed quick to be the house party <laughs> <laughs> <No one. laughs> but it ended up being quick for me because like we went in and it was like uh, um, I was supposed to meet these other two comics at the motel and we we're going to split it I was like can I just crash on your floor I'll yeah. chip in three and they're like oh yeah man for sure and then but they're like we're going now and I'm like I gotta see this out I gotta do this and then I went, and then the party we went to was just like all, uh, like a lot of pit bulls and like neck tattoo guys. And then uh, I was like, oh man, <laughs> hey. And then, uh, yeah, they cleared the tables off, and I'm like, board games? But no, it was no. Uh, other stuff. And then I was like, this is how <laughs> them. like how am I here right now? Everyone's in for settlers, quick settlers. Yeah. yeah. Rock a quick pandemic. Yeah. Let's do this, yeah. boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it got nuts. And then so that night, I was like, the guy was like, we're leaving. Where are you staying? I'm like, at this motel. Went back. Lord. Now it's like 5 a.m. Those guys are gone. So yeah, way like, gone. And yeah. they they just saw you leave with like a Latin king or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so then I just like, will not be back. I just came up and just slept on the bench, like uh, just a hard bench. And then the guys, thank God, had seen me sleeping. Or maybe I texted the guy. I'm like, I'm on this bench at this thing. And I just remember we'd be like, Graven! Yeah. And I was like, hey. And then... The next day, everyone's like, heard you slept on a bench. Such a Canadian thing to do. I'm like, I don't think that's Canadian. I think <laughs> I'm just a Canadian country. Yeah. 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 Well, that's not Canadian at all. Yeah, that, that, it was that, just less scary than Pitbull guys. That harkens back Fair to enough. an old Canadian tradition. Yeah. Old bench <laughs> rider. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. died. Dying. Uh, yeah. Due to the elements. Yeah. I think that's why when I woke up and I was still alive, I was like, yeah, what? Wow. This is supposed <laughs> to be the end of it. Yeah. We made it. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was the most school of Tucker Max kind of thing I've ever heard. You're like, yeah, you know, and then this guy, this owner of a bar was like, let's just go to a quick house party. Like, yeah, what the, the fuck? Tucker thing like, is a very uh, weird thing because I've never really talked about that and people are always like, man, you should. But it, like, for Tucker's a very easy guy for are me. Are you still in contact with him? I could email him and he would, yeah. Like, I see. So okay. Once in a while I would be like, hey, man, for this. And he's very, the thing about Tucker that people don't know is he's extremely intelligent. Like, he's very, he, if you go to his house, it's just like all You'd books. have to be. I don't. I think anyone that underestimates that guy's intelligence is probably a little dumb themselves. Yeah. Actually. yeah. And then people will be like, "Oh, he's such a douche." But and I agree with like, you could be like, "Yeah, he's." But he was twenty-one, and people. And then the big thing is like, "Oh, his stories are bullshit." And I don't know at all about his early stories. But I was there for the on the tour when he like got his a girl blowing him the X-ray tech. You know, friggin' with the they yeah. be on your skull yeah. for one second, and she's putting it on her brain for thirty seconds, and I think he had problems with his ball so i saw it like the stories happened at least on that tour i saw it like Quick ball prop yeah, yeah but the one thing that tugger did really influence me was he was because 
I think when people see him, everyone be like, I'm the next Tucker Max. I can fuck all these bitches. You know, I'm crazy. I get drunk. And I, like, I don't, that's not who I am. I'm not him at all. He is No, not at all. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, he is like an actual asshole in real You're life. your own man. You're your own guy. Yeah, and that's the message that people miss is like, he just was an asshole and, uh, and he's a narcissist and he has pr- trouble feeling empathy for other people. But he made, he embraced it, and he's like, look, this is what my life is, this is how I feel. And then, so people, instead of everyone that writes, like, oh, I'm the next Tucker Max, you're like, you're an idiot. Be the next yeah. you. Like, be your Exactly. Thing. And then, I think because I got that, that's sort of why he brought me in on his stuff. And then, well, yeah. yeah. You, you have a good perception of, of all that, right? Because, like, uh, I think just saying something, you're like, the next blank. Yeah. That's gonna, a loss yeah, already. You're, you're like, I know. Yeah, There's yeah. Like, like, I like being like, I'm the next Kanye, because it upsets people. And people are like, what the, but then... That would be more like because he's. <laughs> I think he's a fucking great artist, but he just does some things that annoys people. Right. But fundamentally, his art output's the best. Like right. I, I'm a fan. But then I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm a producer. So like as yeah. a producer, I'm like I'm in awe of what he yeah, does. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So. But then that statement would be whatever. But be, these guys are gonna be like, I'm the next Tucker Max. It's just being like, bro, I'm just like you. But you're like, no, you're not. No. You've done anything. No. Like, yeah. Why? Because you read the fact a that book. That you would say that already excludes you from what you want to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, it's like Tucker. He'll <laughs> yeah. He's like, none of my stories are the crazy. I like. Yeah. Have way crazier stories. But like, I wrote it down. I worked to make it funny. And I, I then did like we were saying before the show started. I think where it's like then he put in the eighty percent work of you know. Yeah. Can, of just showing up is eighty. Yeah. yeah. And consistently yeah. Just doing consistently it. Just consistently doing it. Yeah. You're right. People that you know working day jobs that are like. Where's my goddamn podcast episode? They want it so <laughs> yeah, badly. And yeah. you're like, sorry, guys. You know, it was a long weekend or something. And they're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And you're like, you ruined my week. I'm yeah. not subscribing. It was like, a 12 hey, hour this day. This is free. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. investing so much into yeah. this. And comedy is like that too, you know, at open mics. And people will be like, mm, not that funny. You're like, man, I sat in this, you know, storage room at work on my lunch break and after for four hours pacing around trying to make this you don't know what's funny until it's on stage that's right you're like, yeah. it's not gonna be you know if you pay 20 bucks I'll do my good joke I'll do a $20 <laughs> set <laughs> Those yeah, don't yeah just happen like, yeah sorry this yeah, yeah, you came to the gym like, yeah, you, yeah, no, yeah, yeah you're watching the you, gym. you came to the you're gym and watched me lift weights <laughs> yeah. idiot yeah, <laughs> yeah. these cold fries and terrible beer yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I told you a few yeah. jokes sorry yeah. they're bad it's not CrossFit you fucks like you know like better next time so it's hilarious that yeah. said, though, I think, like, entertainment in general is, like, so much increasingly free. Yeah. I think that there is an expectation. Like, yeah, not, that, that is know, happening, it, for it, sure. And it's tough for artists making entertainment in all yeah. places because what should people are very um, entitled and they yeah. want what they want. And it's so true that that, but that, and it's sort of that entry level thing. But then, I mean, you could take like a Mark Maron who, you know, did the podcast. Right. Yeah. He was in right on the ground floor, but, uh, and it's for free. It still is, unless you want the old episodes. But, uh, um, but just, it, it's like, it opens a new door. So it's just mm-hmm. a different economy Definitely. now. But yeah. it's Definitely. like, if you establish, and then the free, now that the bar set so high by things that are, you know, sponsored products that are still essentially free, but, you know, mm-hmm. they're making ad right. money or whatever. Is so high that to do like something like this, good production. But there's you know podcasts where it's just a dude like, do you want to come do this? And you got like four listeners, and you're like, what? You, I mean, yeah, you know, it's, you, everyone starts somewhere. But well, to be fair, we have five. Yeah, so, yeah I know. So I mean, I know, you know, but I'll post Sunday's it, six, but yeah, six yeah. listeners. You know, I'll, so, I'll post yeah. it at work. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a few people more. Let's double it. We've actually been doing like we've been fiddling and uh, messing around with uh, live broadcasts the last uh, little while. Yeah, um, we've been doing Facebook Live. 
Oh, shit. uh, We get some pretty good responses on there, like just mostly people complimenting Savedra's camera work. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's awesome. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But even that, like, I see that come out now, and it's like, and, you know, certain people are jumping on that. And there's always that opportunity of just being, like, and I suck at social media, like Instagram. I just, my brain doesn't, I like, like, you know, deep and meaningful conversations. I find sometimes social media is very service level but it doesn't have like there's ways to do it where it could be anything yeah i I hear you on that there is kind of this like lack of engagement which is so odd considering what i was just saying with the live broadcast because you can real time engage with someone but that'll pick up though people will be like man that's like that's sort of like uh, people will see it and be like these guys again like this is yeah like let's jump in yeah because most of live broadcasts like it's like some guy being crazy by himself yeah (laughs) what are you doing have you ever like checked out like man the other day, I was cleaning out apps on my phone because I was like, man, it's running kind of slow. It's a brand. It's like a Galaxy S7 or whatever the fuck. And yeah. it, it's still slow. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm clearing out apps. And I was like, man, I have Periscope installed. What the fuck? Because I haven't been on Periscope since it came out, especially ever since Facebook Live and like, you know Snapchat and all this other shit. Is shits, that the one you know? just records your life? It's or? the Twitter. Su- it's like a sub-Twitter app of like uh, Periscope. Like it's like. So live, live broad- streaming, yeah, like live, live streaming. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so it's Twitter, but live. Yeah. Streaming. So I don't think you can. Re- it doesn't record like Facebook Live, does it? It can. Oh. It saves it for seven days. Okay, so it's like a yeah. Snapchatty thing. Oh, yeah. Where okay. it's like yeah, limited, yeah. limited yeah. thing. So you can, like murder someone on there and probably get away with that. that would thing. Be which dope. Yeah. if you want it to be famous, <laughs> yeah. which I think, yeah. yeah, I believe it's been done. Well, which brings me, which brings me this because like when I when I. When I was first introduced to Periscope, it was like this rather new app, right? Like it has this like new sheen to it. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, look at all the possibilities and stuff. I remember the first first live stream I saw on Periscope was some like rich guy was at a wedding reception and was like, oh, uh, John Legend's playing this private party. And it's just him, like, sitting at the foot of the piano, and he's, like, watching John Legend. And I was like, this is fucking incredible. Oh, my God. Think of the windows of, you know. So that was, like, a year and a half ago, maybe, or something like that. Uh, I checked in this past week, though, and it's it's seriously just, like, gamer tag people that are just like, you you guys want to watch me on Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? You guys want to join? (laughs) It's like Twitch, right? They use it like Twitch now. And I'm like, this is weird. But my favorite thing to do... Uh, well, I've deleted it now, but uh, but oh, uh, clean up. Up until that point, though, there was an option where you could just select from a, a long list of feeds with names, like, and they'll be like, "Click here if you want to see me drink a beer or something like that." Some stupid <laughs> shit like that. And then, uh, but then they added like a map feature. So if you click the map, it'll just show you all the hotspots of like where all these periscopes are going. So I'll click like fucking like. The one I the craziest ones I were like uh, all the ones submarine all the ones in Iran are crazy oh, as fuck yeah. because all the ones in I Iran was like the strippers like, no. so <laughs> all the ones <laughs> all the yes yeah, stri- strippers yeah some girl named Diamond yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clara the, the uh, Clara Diamond the uh, all the Iran feeds were like these like uber rich kids like oh, like Saudi princes like. Sitting in the back of a Rolls Royce with the curtains, you know, like you, like you know, like in the Bentley, like how they, they don't have wind, like the covers. No need to tint a Rolls Royce. That's very tacky. You have curtains to pull or whatever. I got to think, and, and they'll just be like, uh, whatever the fuck, like you don't understand what they're saying, but you can interact with them. So I'll just be like, hello from Vancouver, and they'll be like. 
hello vancouver how's it going and you're like what the fuck Holy just, shit. yeah like so yeah. they're into it so anyway periscope weird time what can i say yeah i feel like <laughs> I, like i i don't ever want to become like an old guy it's like i can't keep up with the technologies but it's just I think they're all, like, it's coming, it's all getting better. Like, even yeah. though it's getting, it seems like it's getting worse, it's all, like, making the world better. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. overall. Is it I just think. a matter of time before, like, dash cams are just, like, periscoped by just default? Just 24-7, yeah. Like, and you can see what this guy's yeah, doing. Like, hey, what is this police officer up to? That's like, a good point, actually. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's GoPro next year. Yeah, that's going to be live streaming forever. That's a pretty good... infinite space, like, online, like... Because it'd just be it going to the cloud, right? Yeah, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even record it. It yeah. would just be streaming by default, like as part of the law. Mm-hmm. Like, because they have dash cams as part of like things. Like, why not? Yeah, like, that's where it gets creepy. That. It's like if you can't turn it off, then you're like, yeah. well, now well, I know we're the, in the future. Like, maybe they shouldn't be allowed to turn it off. <laughs> by the way, dash cams. When oh, it's not like, the cops. When it's like, oh, yeah, uh, exactly. if it's like you gotta no, wear this right. all the time, then it's like, yeah, that, yeah. That's true. Yeah, police should, I think police should definitely have to wear body cams and stuff. But when they're like, oh, it just goes to the cloud, that's. It's a fucking guy's computer. It's yeah, not. Yeah, you I know. work for a tech company, and that's the biggest joke. Yeah, right? there's no class. It's just another. Dude you know, yeah, it's yeah, like it's a yeah. server somewhere. Yeah, right. It's a computer. Yeah, but yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, just giant servers. That... But it like uh, I forget. There's something recently was kind of like, oh, we lost a whole bunch of dash cam footage. Oops. Oops. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're like what no, do you mean? You're like, like, yeah, you did. Like, what are the chances there's some fuckery yeah. in there? Or, exactly. Because yeah. it could be an error. Very, there are issues, but however, I'm like, mm, yeah. no, yeah, there's, doubtful. there's enough redundancy and backups. <laughs> like, come on. Man. I know. Like, that's like Hillary's emails. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. vote Trump. Let me, uh, okay. 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 I thought we were doing well, that this show. That's all the time we have. Yeah. Yeah. We're here with, uh, Vancouver Yuckoff. Pro Trump supporter. Yeah. My yeah, little career that I have here. Yeah. You got the, you got a good thing going. Let's derail it like fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Start of the show is already uh, questionable. So let me ask you this though, because you know, it. I mean, it's the turd sandwich and the do giant douche. Basically, the choice is the South Park choice of uh, candidates right now in the states. And we're Canadian. We don't really have a dog in that fight. But at the same time, it does have a you know we have a vested Profound, interest a yeah, little yeah, bit, yeah, right? Yes, so, so, yeah. I think it's a world like a system, right, like the whole yes, world. Right. Like, so Jesus, it's yeah. funny when Americans are like, "Well, it doesn't even involve you." It's like it involves all yeah, of us. You're like, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're gonna be right there. you're electing <laughs> the next emperor of the world, basically. Yeah. So like, yeah. let, let me empress, let me ask you this: Empress, Empress, yeah, empress. emperor. Let's yeah. see what happens. Uh, let me ask you this: What what do you feel is going to happen? Your prediction, because we can look back on this in a couple months and be like, yeah, Chris he, Griffin. I know, was master. Wrong. Yeah, I think like I, I have like I'm way, 50, 50. way too optimistic, optimistic a lot of times in life. But I really, I think, I mean, I thought Bernie had it, and then the, uh, or like it maybe would just save the I day. I thought but that's so a very too. Vancouver. And when I'm down in the states, like I went in bars, like you know, all around California, and it really is pretty close to that fifty-fifty where people will be like, yeah, but Hillary's corrupt as shit like we just want trump we just want something different mm-hmm. and they don't and the media is it's so hyper liberal the way it's spun throughout canada even the conservative ones where they'll they'll point out trump's all the shit oh yeah and frame it in that in that context uh but in the states it's, sometimes it's not if people get their things from fox news or from uh, you know mm-hmm. other sources it doesn't it's not as big of a joke as like it's serious there so yeah. then but I, I think <laughs> in, I, in life yeah it's nuts man people are for real but I have enough hope, and even when Barack says that, when he's like, I have enough faith in the American people and in humanity that if it really, and sometimes you need this absolute, you know, 
piece of shit or whatever he's doing uh, <laughs> to just to make people come together and be like, hey, let we'll go, we'll can fight about some stuff, but this is too crazy. And if it sways 51% against that 49, like, then that's I mean, enough. Brexit happened, right? Yeah, yeah Brexit, yeah. right? Like, yeah. That's complacency that, in action. Yeah, that's true. That happened, yeah, that yeah, was like, complacent. So now it's people. like, man, and people are like, oh, Obama's so far up Hillary's ass now, but I'm like, he has to. Everyone's like, yeah, we like, better You can't fuck around anymore. Yeah, like, it's like, unexpected. Like, you, you know what's funny is I think the winner of the election, my prediction is uh, I think it's going to be Chris Griffin, the way he expertly politically dodged <laughs> the actual prediction yeah, of I that. Yeah, I think will win. Yeah, okay, here we yeah. go. He There's says optimism she, at yeah. the start. I, just, yeah, I, don't, I don't think <laughs> Trump will win. I really, I mean, I... Here's the thing. I yeah, let's, He could, though. But let's, create a, let's create a bit of a construct here Let's let's uh, of where we can just discuss this just like rational Canadians where we're obviously again none of us have any party affiliations or support you no. let's just discuss one of my this degrees quick. is in political science and I fucking hated it really yeah okay despised it. okay yeah. interesting no interesting <laughs> yeah. okay so here, here's what I feel like so if you look back on like say like the last what 24 years roughly in American political history um, if you go back to just after Reagan, where you know uh, uh, Bush Senior is uh, in office, if you run through the presidents there, and if it's like if it's so, it's like Bush and then Clinton and then uh, Bush, yeah, and then Bush for eight years, yeah. and then Obama, and now possibly Clinton again. It bothers me that out of like those twenty-four years, you know, uh, eighteen of them would be accounted for. Two between families. two families that's right which that's is super crazy yeah and then i think that's what trump like people are you, being like hey it's something different and then but i've read articles too on like the reagan administration even bush's like how that level of republican like what it brings to the economy and to the work but i think in the states trump just represents he misrepresents the people that are just like man we're tired of these fucking people screwing us over and even if trump wins and that's what it takes like is mm -hmm. imploding the biggest superpower in the world because it'll go nuts. Like, it, man, <laughs> like, it, yeah, and people are always like, it'll be great for comedy, the, it will, but it won't. Yeah. Like, we'll all be dead. The but, NASDAQ yeah. will It'd fucking plummet. It'd be funny until it's a war zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, would, it would be mayhem. But like, you, it if that's what the world needs to just be like, hey, we can't. Like, yeah. Yeah, if like, the people are getting so... But stuff moves more slowly than that. I don't I don't yeah. see it, like, even if he were to get, like, it would be, there would be something. Like, something like, that would yeah. be normal. I know, yeah. But, like, it's <laughs> it not be, like... Be civil war. Chris Martin, master of predictions. Yeah, yeah. No, there will be something. Apart like that. But then I really do. But I mean, stuff does happen, right? I yeah. mean, like, and all those parties are so intertwined, though. It's like comedy. If you go to the highest levels of Canadian comedy, it's it comes down mm -hmm. to like four or five people, and you can get as mad as you want about trying to get where you get, but you just get good at what you do. And even Obama, you could be like, oh, he's. In, but when Obama's like, I have enough faith. Like he just didn't seem worried, and I really respect him you know i don't even necessarily agree with all his policies but as an intelligent person and yeah. somebody who worked to get where he's at i'm like if this dude's not worried i'm not worried that yeah the, it's like shitty comedy too you can pander to like that doing impressions like with puppets and mm -hmm. shit and people like that but i don't know <laughs> some game of thrones shit yeah, right there you like, get the chris griffin of hater of prop comedy <laughs> <laughs> just like that blood guitar he's like oh yeah. fuck fuck sakes. Sakes. Yeah. Yeah. oh he's a musical <laughs> duo is he <laughs> <laughs> like, here we go no some of that's good but it's just I like know, I'm just joking. yeah but i think trump is really riling up people that are easily riled well, up the, but the point i heard I agree with that. Me I agree. was that um and I hadn't really considered this before, but the one person was like, like polls are huge in the States, you know, in terms of like understanding who's going to 
in the lead per se or whatever. Right. But the, like people respond to polls when their party is winning. Yeah. And I thought that yeah. was interesting. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. true. Like, if you're, like, a Republican or whatever, and there's a big coup or a Hillary fucking does something stupid, and then someone calls you and is like, hey, how are you voting? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, Republicans. Yeah. It's great. But if your party's in the fucking ditch, and you're like, that's a good point. hey, are you going to, like, like, are you voting Republican? Like, uh, yeah, hang up. Hang you know up. I mean? yeah. like, and yeah. so it kind of, like... It, enthusiasm yeah. begets enthusiasm in regards to the polls I think and I hadn't really thought yeah. about that before and I think it, that's actually true that's really true it's where shame replaces uh, enthusiasm yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. really strange because like so it can be swingy right on and, paper yeah. right but I, I think Trump like this whole build up of just hysteria and all that stuff He's it's great but it's too it, it's been more of a circus than ever like it's never been like this it always is bigger than ever right yeah it just keeps <laughs> building but I think he it's the circus it's going to just fade into like, hey, this is the future of our country. And there are some people that legitimately are just so fed up with the establishment. And I understand that. But then, I mean, is Trump going to be the guy? And like, part of me thinks that Trump is just like, ha ha, like I'm just fucking with this thing. Sure. So, That's you know, people anyway. will, will realize, yeah. But then, I don't know. I thought the sentiment... Yeah, then, I mean, just with Bernie, you're like, fuck, I thought he had I it. really so established with Hillary. Like, well, like, I know earlier we were saying, like, oh, party affiliations and all this stuff. Like, um, I didn't, re it's weird. I know Bernie was running as a Democrat, but I, I, it's like at no point did I ever think he was a Democrat. Right, it's like, yeah. he was Bernie. You know, like, he was Bernie Sanders. Yeah. He was his own kind well, of Trump's guy. Trump's not rubbing, like, he's running as a Republican, but I don't think he's even yeah, that. He's exactly just like, I'm that. Trump. Yeah. Is, and it's, yeah, and that would have been hilarious. That's but. true. That, and that's almost the exact same thing where, you know, to the point where I was like showing people Bernie Sanders videos and I was like, what do you think of this guy? What do you think of the, the thoughts he's getting across? What do you think about uh, how he's, he's directing the people that are listening to him? How, what do you feel about that? And a lot, a lot of the times the reaction was, oh my God, if we, I wish we had this in Canada. I wish we had someone like this. And then just see that kind of snuffed out just because, you yeah. know. Yeah, and then even on that, you got to consider like your perspective here in Vancouver and you know that it is a very hype, one of the most hyper liberal places in the world. world. And your oh, yeah. mindset, so you'll embrace that. But then a lot of people in the states are like, he's promising all this stuff. It's not doable. And like that, Barack Obama was always like, because people were like, you didn't do enough. I think he did amazing things for in the constraints. And he's like that whole analogy where it's like turning a cruise ship. It's like yeah, he, he said you know, that like on Marin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, like what are you talking about that? Time or something like that. And then I love that so, analogy. I think that's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. yeah. And then Hillary coming in, maybe he's like, look, this will be. You know, and I think the Democrat versus Republican agenda, like you're talking the two degrees either way. Like it's not yeah, in reality. Nobody's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Trump's promising on cranking a left turn, but the, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Right but turn, like, technically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> Chris Martin with the absolute heat seeker. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, let me, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, Chris Griffin. Um, a lot of stuff happening uh, in your career that's positive. Obviously, we, you know we've been talking about the uh, the Elkoff champion uh, championship you just pulled off, which is awesome. Uh, what what does your future hold? I know we talked a little bit about San Fran here. Yeah, uh, so I'm in San Fran now. I have no like. You're I just, flying out like tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like last night I went in. I work a day job, and I'm just like, please don't fire me. So I went in at midnight last night, and I've worked <laughs> right till now. Like, man, I've been up. You know, we're getting, yeah, a long time. but uh, Coming in hot. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming in. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, San Fran's just, it's, it's, you realize that, you know, it, it, was, it was great for me already because it's like you just see 
how big the comedy world and every little scene, like we go to all these towns and every scene has like, you know, their guy that does this thing and the, you know, the angry guy and the, like, and you're like, man. <laughs> so for me, it's like, what do you do to be unique yeah. in that context? Like to differentiate yourself. And it always, for me, it's like, you know, I think I've still got years of work and that's, I used to be a writer before comedy and I'd write all the time. And one thing, what, like I said, when I did that, you know, I was about four years into doing it and I was like, could I do this every night for 10 years? I'm like, I can. And I know that's about how long it takes to get good at something. But I'm like, well, I enjoy it. And then comedy, I'm like, man, I could do this like forever. So then I'm really like, I gotta just, this journey I love every day. Like, every, you know, even when it's shit and you're like, man, you know, and it is sort of like you were saying with the politics, uh, where it's like, you know, when like with the polls, when people are, if you're doing shit, people are hype mm -hmm. on you. Like now, you know, it got some shine and everyone's like, hey man, this and that. And then, and then inevitably there'll be, I mean, you use that for whatever you can get. And then there'll be moments where you're like, man, I'm doing the same shit, I'm stuck. And you just have to continually like push yourself and re-event. So it's nice now to be on that thing. But then, uh, yeah, I mean, going forward, I don't even know, but it's who, yeah, it could, I'm just trying to stay open to like things that are happening. Yeah, That's and right. I, I yeah. just like I love the whole process of it because there's times like where I'd be like, man, I want this and this is not, you know, and especially starting older, I used to panic about that. And there's still like fundamentally sometimes when it's not going well, I'll be like, man, what are you doing? Like you had a house, like you had everything, and you're, but then there's it more so you're just like, yeah, but you're getting closer to the thing you want to yeah. do. And I'm, you weren't satisfied though. Like, no, not at all. Yeah. yeah. And then now it's like, even if, you know, I think of like, you know, say I'm 45 and I'm, cause that's the cool thing about comedy is that you could be great late. Like it doesn't, you just do it. If, mm -hmm. and yeah. It, like 10 years from now, like you could even say like the greatest comedians working right now are all pushing 50. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they've, they've, yeah, man. And, it, and I get to open for Norm MacDonald and like first week in November in Calgary. Like Love how Norm. cool is that, man? Yeah. Like that's impossible. And like uh, one of my old stories, like I went to, like I texted the manager. I'm like, Hey, Stanhope was sold out. I'm like, can I come stand in the back of the room? He's like, yeah, come on down. And then I walk in the door and they're like, go talk to Stanhope's manager. He's like, you're going to do 15 minutes and then bring up Doug. <laughs> Shut up, really? And you're like, holy yeah. shit. Like, how does this happen? So I was Doug. Was he uh, amazing? Yeah, the awesome. best dude. And yeah. all those guys, like I'm, I'm Norm. I've met briefly a few times. Super cool. But the guys that are great, that are legitimately, you know, era defining, of comedy, I don't think they have any insecurities because they're just like, this is my jam. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're not worried about anyone. You know, Stanhope didn't have, he's not played any stadiums ever, but he would never care about that. And I kept saying to him, like, man, this is the cool, like, I kept re-explaining the story. I'm like, I watch you on YouTube. I never even tried comedy. And now, you know, I can't remember, I was probably, you know, just before I moved, so three <laughs> and a half years in, and I'm like, or three years in, I'm like, I'm sitting here after opening for you having drinks and That's he's like shut lucky. up yeah, shut the fuck up yeah, and then yeah. we went out it's for like okay kid i know he's like calm down but i'm like i'm 32 years old yeah. i'm like i'm a man and then we went out for like uh or you kept going out for a cigarette and i was like yeah i'll go out and then That's he's like right. i smoke he's like do you even smoke and i was because i was coughing like, i'm like no but i'm like i'm going with doug stanhope yeah i'm smoking your brand too yeah yeah cigarettes yeah and then i just took I was drinking a Heineken, I finished it and just smashed it on the ground. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, well, you'll never forget me now. He's like, yeah, he's like, well, we have to call the police. Like, yeah. He was like that. He's like, don't ruin the club when you're smashing shit. I'm like, it's bigger than that, dog. He's like, then when I see him again, I'll be like, I'm the guy. And he'd be like, oh, yeah. Chris, that was the greatest fucking stuff. Like, the number of, okay, like, I just, like I don't know, in the music industry, the number of fucking people, uh, like, like, 
shows openers and things like that where you run into the headliner and you know they, they either have like some crazy attitude or ego or or they're the coolest fucking people yeah. ever at no point in time in my entire history have I ever been like, you know what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to fucking make this guy never forget me. <laughs> just, <laughs> just punch him in the soul. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> punch him like, like Houdini. Boom. Right in his gut. And then throw a bottle. You'll never forget me. That's yeah, fucking but, hilarious, yeah, though. Yeah. But he came through the lab. I wasn't in town, but he was like, uh, he was like, where's that fucking... Because he was in Calgary, and everyone's messaging me like, he's looking for you. That is like, fucking yeah, so yeah, funny. Was, Look at that. That's funny. He's got yeah, an empty bottle ready to throw it at yeah, no. <laughs> But he was super, super cool, man. And then, like, those... That gives me so much hope, is that the... I don't... There's, and there's times I'll get petty and get my ego in it, but I'm like, if this is what you want to do... And there's people that, like... That you stand up as a vehicle to get into acting or to do things, but of course, yeah. This when I found it, I'm like, this is the thing. This is it. Like the other stuff's interesting. It's fun. I I, I love doing it, but like stand up, I don't know. It's just the thing. Like I'm like that. It's weird, but it, like there's nothing else is as cool to me as that. Like, You're natural as fuck at it. And obviously, things are going uh, getting better pretty <laughs> well for you. I think things yeah. are going rad. Um, let me ask you this, sir. If people want to follow you online, how can they do so? Uh, man, add me on Facebook. That's the only thing. Add Chris <laughs> Griffin. Yeah, seriously, if you do that, I'll, uh, I don't have enough friends. Like, because it caps at 5,000. Like 54. I'm at, like, oh, 1,500. Okay. I'm like, you got a lot of room. A lot of room, boys. Yeah. Come on then, in. Uh, I do, like, the answer is, like, always at Christopher, like, G-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-R. But I never do that. Hilarious, things. because Seamart, before he met you, was like... Can I call him uh, Griff Griffin? Griffin? I, was like, oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I assumed flip, that you had a bunch the, of like... The flip, yeah, yeah the, one of my friends flipped it once. I actually like, vetoed like, it. I was like, yeah, I was like, like don't, don't say, say that, that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I actually could feel it coming up. I was like, I'm going to ask. Yeah. And then you already brought it up yourself. Oh, really good. Yeah. I know people be like, one is like, they're like, oh, good. good comedy name. Yeah. Be like, Chris Riffin. Like, I'm just like, oh, jeez. I tell stories. That's a little heavy hand. Now, because then you'd have to improv everything. Like, this guy Riffin everything. Those would be the worst shirts. Chris Riffin. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, the big thing that, that if I can plug myself is every Wednesday in Kits, uh, I run Corduroy, uh, like Courts Comedy at Corduroy. Yep. Yeah, 1943 Cornwall. And that's like, that room has become, has been sold out, you know, pretty much right through summer. Consistently, and, man. Yeah, it's like three right people I was just, there, uh, yeah. just chatting with Sparling on the weekend and he said he dropped in, was it last week when he came to Cords last week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He there, yeah. And he yeah. said he had a great fucking time. He had a super good time. Yeah, it's yeah. wild in there. And we, yeah. yeah, like Maria Bamford popped Like there's some cool, uh, I, Want it to be yeah, that Maria Bamford, yeah, just I, dropped in. Yeah, yeah, I have like an open door because we can bring them right in the back door just for headliners. I mean, and even my good, you know, like Dino Archie or these guys are in town doing amazing things elsewhere and they'll just pop in and, you Which know. It's great, man, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so dope. So, yeah, uh, all those, yeah. It's a far cry from the one-room town in Calgary, my yeah, friend. That's, yeah, uh, they, have, they have good, but it's always one room a night, but this one there's like four or five. But that, that's right. yeah, God is damn. sort of the thing now that's, that's dope. It's amazing. Yeah, cool, thing. Man. So uh, we find you on Facebook, just to clear this up, Gris. Christopher? No, that's Instagram and Instagram. Twitter. I don't do any of those, but yeah, uh, just go like Chris Griffin comedian. I think it's we're gonna have to book. have a chat after the show and work on your social media presence, but my friend. I need the help. I'll help I you. Yeah, help you out. It'll gonna, be in the show notes. Yeah. I assume. you're a friend of the show now. We got to sort you out. We Wait, it's all yeah. good. Uh, I, I need a float too. Uh, we do need to get you a float. <laughs> Maybe that'll get me in there. That's right. Yeah, I'll it wouldn't hurt. You I'll live tweet my float. No, I'll periscope my float. Sure. Yeah, yeah. periscope your float. It's gonna be you. I think you need your light on. It's dark and it's a box. 
Yeah, yeah. 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 You <laughs> and the Iranian kid, I keep popping into. There's didgeridoo just going crazy in the back now. Uh, Svedra, what is your ability? What? what was I saying? How people follow you, Svedra? Uh, you follow me <laughs> at the Svedra on Twitter and Michael A. Svedra on Instagram. Yeah, I was thinking about Christopher, and I like threw yeah. my own head off. Uh, Smart. Uh, just. Running this by you here, if you want to, you know, just a quick question. Uh, yeah. How can people follow you if they want I just, uh, it's not a thing. I wouldn't do it. It's, don't. Wouldn't. <laughs> Would. I don't feel bad now. Yeah. 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 So I represent the low bar so that yeah. everyone else can feel elevated. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird, the reverse psychology of it, because people are always like, man, I want to follow C-Mart so No bad. one's ever said that. Everyone always says that. Nope. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can do so at MD underscore Boomsday. Uh, that's all across the board. Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and bleakity blue. And if you want to follow the podcast, there you go. ladies and gentlemen, the main <laughs> event is actually Chris Griffin. But if you want to uh, follow the podcast, please go ahead and uh, check us out. Uh, we're on iTunes and YouTube and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Don't know how much longer we'll be on SoundCloud. Well, so I got to ask, like, did you hear something? Because like, they're doing I've heard reasonable rumblings about this and that. Uh, mostly, I just don't want to deal with getting a new RSS feed. Because okay. it's a cunt with SoundCloud, iTunes. They, got, they had some money trouble for a while. They was, did have a bit of money yeah. trouble. They certainly don't for they, me, though, because I pay them every month. Sure, and it's yeah. a, <laughs> way more than doing, it's worth. I haven't. I actually looked into this, and I was like, I think, yeah, it's as way, far as I know, they're still I don't existing. know how much longer we'll be on there, only because... Uh, you don't like uploading? Well, now that we're on YouTube and iTunes and Stitcher, I mean, that's, if you're not covered by any of those i mean <laughs> yeah, what the fuck like, like yeah, yeah. I, know, I like you the soundcloud player yeah we i'll, I'll admit myself, soundcloud was pretty nice to start off with and uh, i think we'll always probably have like an archive on there but i just mean like it's it hasn't been for the long mm. long time especially since the youtube launch we haven't had a uh like there has to be something to be said when you have like a 95 percent numbers drop on mm. one platform like I that's see. it's got to yeah, be represented yeah. somewhere. Like what I'm like, dude, we went from doing a certain number, you know, on SoundCloud to like just ghost town on SoundCloud. So I I, as soon as we opened up these other avenues, so uh, you know, whatever it is. But if you want to do that, you can follow us at Intergalactic Interviews on Instagram, and you can go to intergalacticinterviews.com. Always check out all the past episodes and guests. Make sure you check out and uh, follow friend of the show, Chris Griffin, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yeah. We love this guy. Actually, I gotta say, this is a hell of a debut. It's fucking. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm not, I forget to be funny. But this it was, was the, like, uh, interesting. This is awesome. <laughs> this was the Chris Jericho Y2J countdown of fucking debuts. <laughs> this is amazing. Stopped here. Oh, Memorable. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think that's about it. Uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we have, uh, I think we have the lovely Baron. Ness making her return to the show, the lovely, the talented. And uh, other than that, does it sound like a real person? <laughs> fake person. No, she, <laughs> she's a beautiful, lovely lady. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. And we'll see you guys all next week. Say goodbye to these people, Chris Griffin. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. Bye.